This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So now we're holding in the Aser Tshuva. We mentioned that Rabbi Yonah says that one could be Masakin during the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim, the corresponding days of the entire year. So now today's Thursday, you could be Masakin all the past Thursdays. Tomorrow you can be Masake in all the Arab Shabbosim. So in case a couple times you were running into Shabbos late, last second, it happens sometimes, and we didn't properly greet the Shabbos, worry not, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow you can be Masake in all, all the Arab Shabbosim of the whole year. Shabbos, Shabbos Shuvah, you can be Masake in all the Shabbosim of the year. Now Rizal adds further, you can be Masake in all the Shabbosim of one's entire life. So these are really the most important days of a person's life. But on the other hand, the, the process of tshuva is very daunting because for the most part, all the good things that we've tried to do, we do already. And all the good things that we don't do, it's because we have a hard time doing them. I mean, are we... <laughs> there are things that, we're, 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 that challenge us and uh, very often... We weren't successful at them three years ago, and we weren't successful at them two years ago, and we're not successful at them now. So how much can we really accomplish uh, on an annual basis? So one very inspiring thought is the idea that the Yemei Tshuva are like a mikvah. Now a mikvah, whether you're prepared or not, whether you're ready or not, if you get thrown into the mikvah, you're tahar. So too, if you pass through the days of Elul and Aser Tshuva, ready or not, you're doing anything or not, something good's going to happen. Just merely traversing these days will change the person. We will not leave these days, even if as much as we tried to resist it, we're going to be different people by the time it's over, even if we don't really do that much. And there's an amazing uh, gematria that's offered by the Bnei Yisachar. He says that uh, we know a mikvah has how many lug? A mikvah has 960 lug. How's that? It has 40 sa. And the cheshman is like this. There's six eggs in a lug. There's four lug in a kav. There's six kav in a sa. There's three sa in an efa. Say, huh? That, that's what I want to hear about now at the end of the tainus? Yeah, you, this, you're going to remember this the rest of your life. Block sa, 6463. My seventh grade Rebbe, Rabbi Milstein, he taught us Blaksa 6463. Blaksa is a mnemonic. The mnemonic is Blaksa. Beya, Lug, Kav, Sa, Efa. Blaksa. Bey, Islam, and Kuf, Samach, Aleph. 6463. Six Beya and a Lug. Four Lug and a Kav. Six Kav and a Sa. Three Sa and an Efa. Blaksa 6463. Never forget it. Or you want to remember, the black saw, 6463. Now, if the uh, mikvah has 40 saw, that means there are 6 saw in, in other words, let's do it out. Black saw, beis, lamed, kuf, samach, aleph. So you have 6463. You have 24 Lug in a sa. 24 lug in a sa. 
So 40 lug will be 40 times 24. That's 960 lug. There are 960 lug in a mikvah. 24 lug in a sa. So there are 960 lug in a mikvah. So what's that going to do for us? What that will do is something very interesting. What's a halacha if, let's say, you, ha- you make a cholent? This Shabbos is a cholent. I know you missed cholent. You had Rosh Hashanah and you had good food, but you didn't have cholent. And in the cholent, there's a, a cat who's in Israel. You know, they have, uh, you know, the story goes that sometimes the cholent tastes really good in Eretz Yisrael and they discovered it's because there's a hairy creature that has fallen into the cholent. Happens all the time. If a mouse, doesn't sound too good, huh? If a mouse falls into a cholent, could you eat the cholent? So we know that a davar asar is batal b'shishim, but a beria, the bavli says, is not even batal b'elef. An entire entity is not batal b'elef. However, the Yushalmi says that a beria is batal in 960. So if you have these big cholents in Eretz Yisrael, you ever see these big ones in the mirror? Yeah? If a cat falls in the mirror cholent, you could eat it. You could eat a be- according to the Yushalmi. A beria is batal in 960. So we're a beria, Yeah? They're 960 hours from Rosh Chodesh Elul until after Yom Kippur. So we're going through the mikvah of Elul and Asasimei Tshuva. And whether you're ready or not, prepared or not, you're going to be a different person by the time it's over. It's like a cat that falls in the cholent of the mere brachvel di Shiva. You could eat it. You could eat it. That's what happens to us. In fact, the gematria of Tishrei is 960. How's that? Tough is what? 400. Shin is? 300. We're up to 700. Reish is? 200. And Yud? 10. So that's 960, right? Tough, Shin, Reish, Yud. That's 960, right? No, how much is it, Yehuda? 910. So we're off by 50. So here's the deal. The Bnei Yisachar says there's a concept of nukudos have gematria. Okay? Here's how it goes. Every dad is a yud, is ten. Okay? A patach is a line, is a vav, is six. A komatz, in the old sedurim, you remember the old uh, Aleph Beis books? A komatz is a patach with a dat. Remember those? So it's 16. So are you ready for this? So a chirik is one dot is 10. A tzere is two dots is 20. A shva is two dots is 10. A shuruk is three dots is 30. A patach is a vav is 6. A kamatz is a vav and a dot is 16. So now let's take the dots in tishrei. Under the tuf is a chirik is 10. Under the shin is a shva is 2. Twenty under the ratios at Seire is another two. Fifty Tishrei is gematria nine hundred and sixty. The number of ad- why? Because that's the number of hours in the Yemei Harachamim v'Haratzay. Okay, so here's the biggest side. If you want to change in Tishrei, then we have to have the following thing in mind. Even though we have big plans on Rosh Hashanah, every Rosh Hashanah we're going to be perfect this year. We're going to be a tzaddik, gamor. 
We're going to be like the Malachi Asharis, but it's not really realistic. So Rapam would enjoy saying over the following idea from the son of Rabbi Yitzhak Elchanan Specter, the, the Kavna Rav. He would say as follows. We know the Mishnah at the end of Masech Yuma says, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Ashreichem Yisrael, Lefnei mi atem metaharem, O mi metahar eschem, Avichem Shabbat Shemayim. And Rabbi Akiva cites two psukim. Shenemar, V'yoymer, 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 right? Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Right? V'yoymer, Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Ma mikve metaheres hatmeyim, mafa kodesh baruchu, metaheres Yisrael. That's the first pasuk. The first pasuk is Mikve Yisrael Hashem. V'yoymer, and another pasuk is, V'zarakti aleichem mayim tohoyermu tahartem. I will sprinkle on you the purifying waters. So Rabbi Kiva cites two psukim. Pasuk number one is Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Pasuk number two is Vizarakti Aleichem Mayim Tahirim. The question is, why do we need two Psukim? Why is Rabbi Kiva citing two Psukim? One Pasuk about a Mikvah, one Pasuk about the purifying waters. And Rabbi Yitzhak Achanan's son explained as follows There are two kinds of purification corresponding to two kinds of tshuva. One kind of purification is as follows You go in a Mikvah. So you go in a mikvah, you dunk in the mikvah. The problem is the guy has a little band-aid around his pinky. What percent of his body is pure? Zero. No, no purification at all. He doesn't get 99% pure. He's not tahar at all. As if there's any chatzitza at all, he's not tahar. Or, let's say, the guy went to the mikvah and he has a really long payas. And the tip of one of his payas just the little tiny tip of the peah is out of the mikvah. What percent of him is tahar? Zero, nothing. Or the guy has, uh, he's under the mikvah and his little pinky is a, nothing. It's all or nothing. That's a certain kind of tshuva. That's a, that, that is the tshuva of complete tshuva, tshuva shulema. Tshuva shulema is not so easy. But there's another kind of purification. That is a purification of the purifying waters of the Paraduma. Now those waters, if that water hits the edge of your earlobe, if 0.00001 ounce hits the edge of your earlobe, you are Tahar. You're pure. Here, barely anything touched you, but if it merely comes in contact with you, it's also a purification. So the son of Rabbi Yitzchak Hanan would point out that there are two kinds of tshuvas. One kind of tshuva is, we come to Shul, Rosh Hashanah, we say this year, every single word I say from the Siddur is going to be with complete kavana. This year, every time someone in my house annoys me, I'm going to stay calm. This year, every, I'm going to learn in every split second that I have. That's tshuva shalema. But how realistic is that? It's not really that likely. But don't worry, because there's another kind of tshuva. Now this kind of tshuva is not a complete tshuva, but it is a recognized form of tshuva. And that is a person takes one area in life, and they say, this year, I'm going to have kavana in one bracha shmona esrei on the first Tuesday of every month. 
So what did the guy do already? The first Tuesday of every month, he has kavana on the seventh bracha of Shemun Es. So is he a different person? Not really. But he already touched the purifying waters of tshuva, and he will gain a certain level of purity. As long as you do one small step, as long as you take one small measure, they once asked Rav Shach, you know, what, what's a good idea, what's a good example of a Kabbalah to take upon oneself? So they said, um, Rav Shach said, uh, they asked Rav Shach, so should we have a, should we be makabal to say Baruch with Kavana this year? He said, no, it's too much. Should we have Kavana to say the whole Baruch HaSamazon uh, from a Siddur? No, it's too much. This year you should be mechave, you should be makabal to accept upon yourself to say the first bracha of Berchas Hamazon from a Siddur. That's a good Kabbalah. You know why that's a good Kabbalah? Because it's realistic. It's something you could do. But the, the Yetzirah says, this year you're going to learn all of Shas Yushami with the Pnei Moshe and the Karban Eda and know it backward. Okay, yeah, so you start on Rosh Hashanah and then you end the second day. Already by the time Gedalia was assassinated, the, the uh, Kabbalah is over. So you have to take something realistic, something small, and if you even take one small measure, that already is considered a very significant form of tshuva. So I'd like to say over, there's another kind of gematria. The Pasuk says in Parashas Kisavai that Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to write on the stones the whole Torah, Bayar Hetev. Bayar Hetev. Very well. Rashi says, what does Bayar Hetev mean? Shivim Lashen, all 70 languages. So Moshe translated the Torah into all 70 languages. So the question is, how does Rashi know that Bayar Hetev means all 70 languages? It says, it says in the Chumash, all 70 languages. Where do you see in the word Hetev, all 70 languages? So the Mizrahi says on Rashi, that Rashi uncovered the meaning through an interesting system of gematria. I call it the, you know, this is Rosh Hashanah season. And uh, where, do you, where, do, where do good Jews go on Rosh Hashanah? Uman, of course. So I call this the Na Na Nachman system of gematria. You ready? You take the first word. You take, so you take the first letter of the word. And then you take the first two letters of the word. And then you take the first three letters of the word. And then you take the four. That's a system. It's a real system of gematria. So if you take the word Heitev. You ready? Take the hey. What's hey? Five. Okay. What's a yud? Ten. What's a tes? What? Nine. And what's a bez? Two. Okay. Good. Good job. Okay. Hey is five. Hey and yud is fifteen. Yeah. So now we're up to twenty. Hey yud tes is twenty-four. So now we're up to 44. Hey, Yud, Tes, Vez is 26. 44 and 26 is 70. That's how Rashi knew. Shan in the Pasuk. It says, Hey, Tev! Hey, Tev! Through the system of Gematria, 70. Hey, plus Hey, Yud, plus Hey, Yud, Tes, plus Hey, Yud, Tes, Vez is 70. So we see from Rashi, it's a, it's a real system of Gematria. So it comes of Shamshin Me'ashtapoli, one of the great all-time Kobalim. And he says the following chidosh was revealed to him in Hashemayim. If you take, we know the Gemara says in Yuma, Gedoyla tshuva shemagas ad 
Where does Shiva reach? Kisei Akava, the throne of glory. You ready? It says of Shansha as well, you take the word Kisei Hakavad. Kaf. Kaf Samach. Kaf Samach Aleph. Kaf Samach Aleph Hey. Kaf Samach Aleph Hey Chaf. Kaf Samach Hey Chaf Vez. Kaf Samach Aleph Hey Chaf Vez Vav. Kaf Samach Aleph Hey Chaf Vez Vav Dalit. You add it all together. 713. Shuva. Gedoyla Tshuva Shemagasad Kiseyakavod. That's how Chazal know Tshuva reaches the Kiseyakavod. Because if you add, if you break down Kiseyakavod and you na na nachman it, you get Tshuva. It's a real gemach. It's a real system. It's part of the Tar Shabbat No matas and you're safer. They they deal with that. Stama, right? Yeah. The gematria book. I don't know. One of them. They do. So th- those are a few good examples. Kisei HaKavayit. Kisei HaKavayit equals to Tshuva. So in the Sefer, Mishnas Yosef, he says, why does Kisei HaKavayit only add up to Tshuva through this system? Chaf, Chaf Samach, Chaf Samach Aleph, Chaf Samach Aleph Hey. Why? Because it's to teach. You don't get to the Kisei HaKavayit overnight. It's very small steps. Imagine a person said, okay, this year I'm going to be mechavein for the first brach of Shemana Esrei. And then next year you say, I'm going to have kavana. I'm going to add the second bracha. So you know what the Yetzirah Hara says? Don't do that. You'll never get there. It's not worth it. This year you're going to have kavana for the whole Shemana Esrei. And every year he tells you to do that. And by the time 50 years are over, we still don't have kavana for one word of Shemana Esrei. But the Yetzir Toiv says, you know what? Maybe try ten words at a time. Ten words at a time. In 40 years, you'll end up having Kavana for the whole Shemana Esrei. So, you know, the first thing we have to identify who's talking. You know, we, we think it's the Yetzir Hara who says, not that, um, the Yetzir Hara is the one who's saying, eh, just have Kavana for ten words. And the Yetzir Toiv is saying, have Kavana for the whole Shemana Esrei. It's just the opposite. The Yitzhahar is telling you to take it slow, do a little bit, small steps, small measures. The Yitzhahar wants you to tafasta maruba loy tafasta. The Yitzhahar says, do it all in one year. So the story goes that when they told the Chafetz Chaim about the concept of an elevator, he was very excited. Chavetz Chaim was very uh, moved when he heard about an elevator. So what, what's the Chavetz Chaim going to do with an elevator? His house was one floor. What does he need an elevator floor? So the Chavetz Chaim said that an elevator is the perfect analogy to Ruchnias. Why? Because in Ruchnias, you don't have to do so much. You just have to take one step. Press the button, and you get in. Once you take one step... The Lord carries you the rest of the way up. The Yvonne takes you the rest of the way up. But, you know, you look at the shelf, eh, I'm never going to know. I'm never going to know the whole shas. So the Yitzhah says, don't bother. The Yitzhah says, okay, so just learn three lines of Gemara a night. Learn one line of Gemara a night. Once you get in, you press the button and you get in, the Yvonne carries you the rest of the way there. I once heard from... Rav Shloima Halevi Warman, 
He heard from the Satmar Rebbe, very interesting uh, remez. Uh, we say in the davening, Toshev Enoish Ar Daka. He causes a person, he positions a person Ar Daka. So the Satmar Rebbe said like this, What's the, the gematria of Yudke Vavke? 26. So he said, 26? I'm nothing. Looking up at 26, it's too far up. Yudhanisham doesn't do that. He says, Tashev Enosh Ad Daka. Daka is Dalet Chaf Aleph, 25. Hashem puts you already on the 25th level. He just says, take one step to me to level 26. Tashev Enosh Ad Daka. Yudhanisham positions us very close to him. We just have to reach out a little bit. Rav Meir Shapiro was once invited to give a drasha in a Beis HaKnesses. So he said, what do you want me to speak about? They said, it's Parshas Balak. Speak about, Ma toivu oyalecha Yaakov. What time is Marav? Ma toivu oyalecha Yaakov. So he said, fine. Rashi says in the words, Ma toivu oyalecha Yaakov, Bilam saw ra she'ein pischehen mechuvanois. He saw that their doorways were not aligned. He saw, look at the great modesty of Klai saw that their doorways were not aligned, so I don't see what's going into someone else's house. Right? So let's say, my house and the Ustreicher's, my, my windows go this way, we don't, we don't know what's... I don't look into day. <laughs> don't worry. Right? We have a sh- the Jewish house, they're, they're a little bit, you know, they're a little bit separated. So we don't see what's doing in someone else's house. But Amir Shapiro explained it homiletically. He said, I don't understand... It's not right. The Rebbe has such a, a loving relationship with Kal Yisrael because what does he ask of us? He, sa- he asks of us, Just open for me, uh, opening the size of the hole of a needle. Actually, people think it's the hole of the needle. It's the point of the needle. Hashem says, all you need to do is a little, little opening. Just open up like the tip of the needle and I will open for you, I'll open up the world for you. In other words, Rebbe Shama asks us, I don't need big things from you. All I want you to do is take small steps, small little changes. You open up the, the, like the point of a needle, and I'll open up success in Ruchnius beyond your belief. So Bilam said, it's not fear. Your doorways are not aligned. Your openings are not aligned. Hashem only asks of you a small amount, and He's willing to say, if you open up a small amount, I'll open up a tremendous amount. That's not fear. He loves you so much. He doesn't ask, He doesn't say, I'll respond in kind to you. The Yom doesn't say that. He just says, you open up a tiny little bit, and I'll open up the world to you. Bilam says, not fear that the Yom loves you so much. And perhaps then that is one of the limudim of the shoifar. Shoifar on the bottom, let's open up a little tiny hole. And on the top of the shoifar, it's anoni bamer chavka, it's open wide. Yvon Shalom is saying, I'm ready to open up wide for you. All you have to do, you have to make a little, little changes. Make little improvements. Benodam la'amokayim, benodam la'chaveroi. Small steps. You don't have to accept upon yourself never to do that Avera again. Ultimately, we do. How about try once a week, you won't do it. You don't have to accept upon yourself you're going to do this every single day. Just on Shabbos one time. And if we open up a little bit, the Yibam Shalom will give us tremendous siyata de Shmaya and will help purify us 
in the 960 hours of Tishrei, which is like a mikvah, 960 lug, and the Yvansham ultimately will help us do a tshuva shalema, and will be zaycha to all the great brachas of tshuva, and ultimately, ein Yisrael negalim ele b'schus ha-tshuva. We should be zaycha to the geula shalema, the bias ka'ot sedeng her v'yameinu, amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.